Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Yo, welcome to the bar. Come on and pull up a seat. And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers Biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations Yeah, welcome to the modern the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Welcome everybody to The Bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building. Right back in here, another Tuesday, your favorite podcast coming through your speakers, coming through your earbuds, through your Alexa, through the house uh, entertainment system. If you still got the record player, you can get the bar on that. I'm just kidding. But anyway, we're back in here, man. Super excited to have this uh, repeat guest. Uh, but before I introduce this guest, I do have to take care of a little a uh, little, uh, I guess what they say on the radio, a little house cleaning type thing. I want a big shout out to brother uh, Daniel Wiseman. Daniel Wiseman is actually sponsoring today's show. So find him on Facebook because he's actually friends with almost everybody I know already. Uh, he's a great poet, uh, has some Christian hip hop, um, has a WordPress with some great blogs. So check out brother Daniel Wiseman uh, on Facebook. Search him, and uh, he has all the stuff there. He would love to talk to you. He's a brother from down under. He's actually from uh, uh, Australia. So big shout-out to Daniel. Appreciate the support and sponsoring this episode. So back to this guest. Um, and I think uh, before I – I mean, before I even get in there, man, uh, the first time we had him on, we had record-breaking numbers at the bar. Um, a lot of people, you know, a lot of feedback, still get feedback from it. And uh, and I was so excited uh, when when we kind of reconnected for for this time and and to feel like I'm talking to an old friend. I have on none other than Costi Hen. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, Dwayne. I am always glad to be with you. It's just so fun talking to you, and I know you love the Lord. And uh, we got a lot yes, in sir. common. So good to be back. Good. Yeah, man. Yeah, Costi, man. Uh, you know, just. I love the connection, brother, you know, on Twitter, I kind of see your stuff repost and kind of interact there. And, and, um, and it's just been a blessed, uh, experience, man, just to, to connect with you. And, and, and like I said, I, I similar stories, you know, and, and our background and I, I'm just grateful for the, for the friendship. Um, so Costi is back. Uh, so no, don't, don't worry guys. He did not like backslide into charismatic and then we have to do a reshow. That's not the case. <laughs> what, what we're here for today, uh, is, is I'm excited, um, Costi and, uh, is it your pastor that co-authored this book? It is. Yeah. Our teaching pastor named good. Anthony Wood. Good, good, good. So 
Kasi and uh, the teaching pastor of the church that uh, that that he attends uh, wrote a book, and we're here to talk about it. But before we jump into that, Kasi, for those that may be new to the bar, may not have heard our epic episode that we did together, give the people that's listening kind of a brief, a brief introduction of yourself, uh, and then we'll jump into the other matters. Yeah, so my name obviously is Kasi Hinn. The last name is synonymous with faith healing and all of that. I'm the nephew of Benny Hinn, but now I'm uh, the executive pastor at Mission Bible Church in Tustin, California, so a completely different world away from where I was, and so I was knee-deep. Well, that's probably even putting it lightly. I was eyeballs deep <laughs> in the gospel and the uh, faith healing world, so kind of just worked in it, grew up in it, did it all, lived it all, taught it all, believed it all. And uh, eventually, by God's grace, I was converted. And uh, that is last podcast. So we don't need to rehash all the details. But I came out of right, it. Right. And like many, many new converts about five years ago, when I was converted, I was lit on fire, man. I kept saying to my, I was a youth pastor at the time. I kept telling Pastor Tony, I'm going to tell the world that this was false, man. I'm going to go out there and preach the gospel. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And all these, I'm going to. And he said, no, I'll tell you what you're going to do, young man. You're going to be (laughs) quiet. You're going to do your job. You're going to go to seminary. And then if God decides to open doors for you to go do whatever it is you think you're going to do, then you can go. But having first walked in obedience. um, And so I was really grateful for that. So I spent uh, now upwards of four years in discipleship, seminary, training, all of that, still serving in the local church. I lost my title back then. I became pastor in training, which was really neat. And uh, (laughs) now I'm grateful to serve in the capacity I do. And then just this last year, started writing a little more, uh, preaching a little more on the topic and giving people the gospel through that preaching. And then uh, here we are. So we got a book coming out to try to help people on a very, very serious issue. Right. Right. Good stuff, man. I want to bring up uh, the wisdom of your uh, uh, pastor at that time for not putting you out there when you were ready to, you know, turn the world upside down. Um, Because I see this and it's funny where I see it at is on TBN. Um, A lot of times when like, uh, famous rappers, you know, claim salvation. They're ready to put them on TBN. They're ready to send them out and, you know, and start this and that. That was so much wisdom for him to, hey, you need you need training. You need to submit. You need to do yeah. this first. Because uh, he, he really, I mean, honestly, it could have been like a, a could have been like a, a profitable thing. Like, you know, you know, headlines, you know, Benny Hinn nephew exposes everything. You know what I mean? Like it really could have could have could have been something crazy but that was that was so much wisdom man so that's awesome man all right god i love that already getting to the book so the book let's talk about a book let's talk about the title let's talk about uh just a general synopsis and then we're going to break it down a little by little and just kind of hash through some stuff absolutely so the book released uh on wednesday night it is called defining deception and I am the author as well as uh, Pastor Anthony Wood, my teaching pastor. So we're co-authors together. And uh, 
the book is about the mystical miracle movement. We've we've kind of coined the term. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense to everybody <laughs> what the term is, but we really were talking one day and he threw it out there. He said, I, I, I think I'm calling this thing the mystical miracle movement. And I knew right away what he meant. We feed off each other a lot mm. and talk about these issues a lot because several years ago, this was actually after my conversion, we're together in the church, we're serving, everything's good, we're growing. Somebody went up to him and said, hey, I could be the apostle at this church. And Pastor Tony <laughs> did the, like, what what did, what did you say? <laughs> and so that really started it. And then mm-hmm. because I had come out of the movement and because he was being approached by young people saying, I could be the next apostle, I'm this, I'm that, the Bethel uh, church, kind of the third wave, all of the stuff you see maybe on YouTube or whatever with all the young people doing grave sucking and kind of uh, falling everywhere, glory clouds, the gold dust that falls from the rafters, mm-hmm. all of that stuff was getting really, really popular. And at the same time, we were drawing lines in our church to help all of our young people understand what it is and isn't biblical. And so... Mm. Are the lines intersected for us, not only when I was converted and Pastor Tony was discipling me along, but also as young people said, hey, we need to do this at our church. And so together, uh, there were some projects. He wrote a blog article that went viral on the issue. And then within about a year or two, together, we're going, hey, let's write a book. Let's do this for our family, our friends, the church, people we love and see if we can define the topic and define what is and isn't. And of course, the name then becomes Defining Deception. So Mm. the movement we use as an illustration in the book is Bethel Church, Bill Johnson, Jesus Culture, Bethel Music, one of the most popular mainstream, uh, quote-unquote, ministries today. But what they're teaching is not just error or something that we would argue over. It's not like we're debating a millennial versus pre-millennial or, you know, you're a Lutheran, I'm a Presbyterian, and then there's a, an, a fundamental guy in the room and we're going to debate baby baptism. These are not the issues that are <laughs> happening. This is Christology 101, the deity of Christ, the work of the Holy Spirit. So things that we needed as Christians to be defending, contending for, protecting our children from, and educating the church on. And so the book really came from a labor of love, wanting to help our own church and our own family and friends uh, with some of the false teaching that's being propagated by those ministries. Mm, Wow, that's awesome and so needed. Um, I I can just, as you were, you know, kind of going through what you're I guess in general addressing, man, I can think of, you know, a handful of people that I know that are still hardcore, uh, in that world. Um, and, and that, that, that is definitely needed. So because it's talking about defining, um, uh, uh, is it, is the book more or less kind of, um, kind of pinpointing certain instances or, or, or is it like storytelling kind of what's the flow of the book? How how did you guys kind of put it together? Great question. We tried to take a little bit of everything so that a reader Mm -hmm. would have a broad understanding of several different things. For example, 
we have a historical chapter in the book and don't think your your high school boring history class falling asleep in the back this is <laughs> real serious history where we call the chapter hall of generals because we take every reader through the history key individuals who were outlandishly false they maligned the name of christ they put a stain on the gospel message in the church and they were very dangerous and so we'll take you through the history because a lot of today's modern movements claim those people as their heroes in the faith and i can tell you this right, right. now Dwayne, it's not george whitfield it's not charles spurgeon it's not tyndale it's not <laughs> wesley the it's not that no, it's man. not luther no these are these are historical teachers that were dangerous. They were in the newspapers and tabloids and on the news all the time because of the madness that they were promoting and the teachings they were teaching. So the church has been defending against this for a long time, and we wanted modern-day people to understand where does this all come from, which is a question we get very often. People will say, Kosti, mm -hmm. how— what are they talking about? Where do they get this stuff from? Well, we take you back in history through some key players, and it's all in layman's terms. This is not a book with a million big words. We did the research, and there's a whole bunch of footnotes on the bottom, so people can go down the rabbit trail. It's academic research in layman's terms, so anybody could read the book. It's 198 pages total, all the way to the bibliography, so it's an easy read. It's not a textbook, wow. but We've put research in that's textbook level, but kept it in layman's terms. So history will be in there. Another thing is we're going to give you really vivid illustrations of what's happening. I'm obviously from that world, and Pastor Tony has dealt a great deal with people in that world, the whole apostle, modern faith, healing, prosperity, third wave movement. But very important to understand, we don't use our experiences as our truth. We use mm. our experiences as illustration to help readers see what's happening. But we go Bible, 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 anytime we're proving a point, we're going to the text of scripture, not our experience. So um, that's going to be an important factor as readers look through it. You're going to see some pretty outlandish stories. We're going to take you a little bit behind the curtain. At the same time, we're going to keep the truth front and center, and that is God's word. So that'll be in the book as well. We Lay out modern teachers that people need to be looking out for. And again, not splitting hairs. These aren't just guys mm -hmm. arguing over non-essentials. These are very, very serious false teachers, guys that are saying they're apostles and that the church needs to obey them and listen to them, guys that are saying they're getting direct revelation from heaven and that they're the, the leaders of the universal church as well. And so we'll then lay out the exact teachings that are being taught. And, you know, you see it, Dwayne, you talk about Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. There are mm -hmm. so many people that just name drop and say, so-and-so is a false teacher. Well, why? <laughs> well, they have a big house. Well, hold on a minute. I, maybe, but let's talk about what the Bible says and then what they teach. And, you know, people will get upset, mm. you know, so-and-so, said this, you know, they must be an Arminian, what a heretic, and this, that, and, and it's important to understand all of those things, and I'm not saying, you know, to just live how you want, preach how you want, but if you're not a heretic, you're not dangerous. I think there's some danger in going down the wrong road, 
But the book is meant to help people quantify what is and isn't heresy. So if we're going to say that Bethel and Bill Johnson are the most dangerous movement today, and they are a Trojan horse in evangelicalism, and they don't represent biblical orthodoxy, then we need to back that up with evidence. And we do that in the book. Right. Hard evidence. So that way we're not just making accusations and, and playing judge on things that are just emotional or they bother us because we're conservative and they're not. That is not what the book is about at all. So um, there's that. And then the final thing that people should know is the book is, is gospel. The final chapter is called True Healing. We talk about the true work of the Holy Spirit, the true gospel, what love really is, because a lot of movements say, well, just love people. Come on, Dwayne, just love people, man. Why are you just talking <laughs> just love people? Why do we have to split hairs? Oh, doctrine, 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 doctrine. Doctrine's a four-letter word now, and everything's just about love. Well, love is rooted in truth. And so the final chapter is going to help people understand what love really is and what that means biblically. And then the appendixes are probably my favorite uh, part of the book. And writing these was a blast for us. We have stories of people who have been saved. So it's not a depressing book that just leaves you wondering. Nice. You know, Jesus, can you please come back now? We're tired of all this. You know, it's not, (laughs) it's not depressing. There is an appendix with just nothing but testimonies of people who were rescued. And I'll share very personally in there about something that happened to me early on. And um, as well, we'll deal with tongues, slain in the spirit experiences, whether or not you can be healed by a false teacher, what's demonic, what's not, and a huge FAQ section. So I'm pumped, man, as you can tell. I just monologued. So I hope that helped. <laughs> yeah, man, you got me pumped, man. I'm excited. Uh, like, when you were going through the different sections, like, I was just, I was getting excited, man, especially the history. Um, the previous church I was in uh, for, for uh, I think it was like a youth program, the pastor went, like, he did like a historical overview of Word of Faith and was proud of it, you know, like Parham and, and yeah. and and all of those yeah all of those cats and all the 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 crazy stories and and Azusa Street and all of that I mean he was and and it's it's, it's funny man because at the time he was trying to pretty much say you know he went all the way down the line from uh, uh, Hagen you know all the way down and he was trying to say that you know this next generation is going to be the next you know powerful healing word of faith you know movement. Uh, which, you know, I guess 10 years from that, that video, he's actually moving to California to be a part of another church. Um, and yeah, that's (laughs) hindsight, man. It's a little weird. Like, you know, this big, this big movement in this church, but yeah, that's so dope. I can't wait. Um, excited about all of it, man. I mean, that, I, I, I'm I'm really I definitely gotta hurry up and get my copy. Listeners, make sure you get your copy of this book. Uh and uh we'll have the links available in the show notes as well. Um and right here seems like a perfect time to go to a quick break and we'll be right back. Bye, this is Todd Friel of Wretched Radio. If you want to tune into something radically different, unlike anything anywhere, tune into Babar. That's right, Babar. Black, Biblical, and Reformed. Nobody is doing that. It only has one B? Uh, Never mind. 
All right, we're back in here with my brother, Costi Hen, uh, talking about this awesome book that you need to go get ASAP. Pause the, the podcast right now and go go purchase the book. So, Costi, so is this, uh, I'm guessing, this is your first official book, quote unquote? Yeah, this is my first one. And uh, I've, I've had some thoughts and some opportunities to write about other things initially. One of them, you know, some people had great advice and I'm not saying it's not a good idea, but, uh, you know, there were a lot of people that said, well, why, why isn't your first book about your testimony or why don't you tell people how you <laughs> came out of the movement and all that stuff. And um, again, I'm not saying that's not a good idea. I probably will do that eventually. I want to write about the prosperity gospel. I want to help people and use the testimony just as an illustration, but, point to Christ. But this was right. the one for me, man. I wanted to get right in on a topic that is not about me, not about my testimony, not about this, that, and the other. It's about something that now uh, I mm-hmm. can certainly write on other topics, and it's great to talk about other things. But right now in evangelicalism, this is the tip of the spear moment for all of us as believers. The movements that we deal with in the book are not fringe. They are very, very popular. They're globally popular. We've got people emailing in whose families are divided. People don't believe that Jesus was truly God and truly man the entire time in his ministry. They believe that he was just a man in right relationship with God, anointed by God, and therefore, as a born-again man, anointed by God. He went and did miracles. So you can too. And now they're selling tuition <laughs> and they've got, they're given the, they're selling the gifts of the spirit, quote unquote, because they're not even the real gifts of the spirit. Mm-hmm. You can't sell those. They're selling them for tuition. So you can go and pay two, five, eight, ten thousand $10,000 a year. And you can suddenly get the gift of prophecy. That's what these people are saying. Mm-hmm. Or you can go and become yeah. a revivalist and be a world changer. And worse than that, you can pay now to become an apostle. So you've got, you know, couples rates, international rates. It's ridiculous. It's like a cell phone plan (laughs) for your family, but to become an apostle. So I wanted to to be on this topic. Yeah, no, that's legit, man. Um, Because I am first, I know firsthand about, you know, tuition. Uh, I took a a class with the, uh, a group out of Texas uh, that was connected with uh, uh, Chuck Pierce, uh, which is directly connected with uh, uh, C. Peter Wagner. And my yeah. quote-unquote quote uh, class was supposed to identify my spiritual gift, my five-fold ministry gift. And um, after uh, paying tuition, listening to a phone, pretty, pretty much phone sermon slash teachings, filling out, filling the blanks and uh, uh, doing a semi initial sermon style. Uh, I was named an apostle. Um, don't yeah. remember any of the disciples uh, <laughs> doing fill in the blanks or, <laughs> you know, but, yep. but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I experienced that firsthand. I, me and my wife experienced that firsthand. Um, and, uh, just, it just came out of lack of knowledge, man. You know, it came out of, you know, 
buying uh uh buying the 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 dream that they were selling and and it was all at the end of the day it's all about self self promotion feeling self worth you know uh but i i tried to deny it but that at the end of the day that's really what it was you know um elevating yourself above above others um right. and coming out of it for me wasn't hard just because like as soon as i started like stop ignoring people telling me the truth because here's here's something funny and we'll move on on twitter i put i think i put apostle in my my description and so i immediately got like all these tweets uh these tweets about uh oh i didn't know you saw christ ascend block i didn't know you could do miracles block (laughs) whoever those guys are if y'all listen i'm sorry please Send me a message on the bar so I can add you back because you were right. I'm sorry. (laughs) I need to go and block those brothers. They they were they were operating in love. But so let's kind of go on that stream, man, because I'm sure you're probably gonna get this. Um for those that that uh I guess may come after you saying, Hey, you know, why are you naming names? Why like you keep saying splitting hairs uh over this? Uh, let's talk about that because I know the answer, but but why why is this book important and why now? Uh, uh, why why are we coming forward with it now? Yeah, great question. Uh, you mentioned C. Peter Wagner, so let's go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the thing: if I go to the doctor and I have cancer, but the doctor skirts around the issue and says, "Well, you you." You may be having some health issues, Kosti. And I say, <laughs> okay, doc, so so what does that mean? Well, you know, uh, you, you might have some, some growths that are developing in some various areas of your body. Well, okay, doc, what are the growths? What does that mean? What is that called? Where are they? How, do I need treatment? I need a specific diagnosis, Dwayne, to know mm-hmm. what my disease is and i need to know the name of that i need to know where it's located i need to know what the treatment is a doctor isn't vague so why in the world would a pastor be vague when he's diagnosing something that's happening in the body of christ paul wasn't vague the apostle paul was crystal clear he named names now that doesn't mean every week in the pulpit we get up and just yell about everything we're upset about we preach verse by (laughs) verse through the bible and what that's going to mean is you are going to come to a text that is going to have a doctrinal truth, and you are then going to have people in this world that are maligning that truth and bringing reproach on the name of Christ, and therefore your people need to know what is biblical and what is not, who they can follow and who they should reject. And you bring up C. Peter Wagner. The reason why he's in the book and names are named is because people need to understand who is in and who is not who is orthodox and who is not, who's following what the Bible says and who is not. So, you know, I look at Paul's words in Romans 16, 17 and 18, where he says to mark those who are causing divisions because of their teaching. Uh, You think of second Peter two verses one through three, where Peter talks about those who are secretly introducing destructive heresies. They're not going to pop out and say, Hey, here I am to deceive you. They're, (laughs) they're closet deceivers. They're in our midst, and we need to flesh them out and flush them out, 
hopefully some come to repentance, but we know biblically that many, like at the end of Second Peter 2, they'll be like dogs returning to their vomit. So they'll actually keep doing what they're doing, and we need to be on guard. Uh, Paul calls false teachers wolves when he's leaving the church at Ephesus. You remember that in the book of Acts? He's getting ready mm-hmm. to go. They're crying. They're holding his neck, embracing him, and he says, listen to me. They're going to come from within. False teachers, they're even, wolves are going to pop up from among your midst. And we need to contend for the faith, defend the name of Christ. And that doesn't mean, again, that every week we just name names and we become a smear campaign. But there are times in history, there are times in, of course, the New Testament, and there are times now where we need to be very clear. So my pastor, Tony, and I have decided that we're going to draw lines. And we, I'll give you another bit of kind of background information. When we were doing this project, him and I both agreed, and we prayed together on this deeply. We wanted to put the book out, but we refused to even put the book out without having the endorsement of older, wiser, proven men who said, you're doing the right thing. Nice. So the endorsers of the book, are more than just Dr. John MacArthur, who we're grateful for his forward. I'm grateful for his support and friendship. However, it's not just those who are against charismatics or whatever and don't really appreciate that movement and have been vocal about the movement, which I would probably land on that more conservative side. We've got guys that even have ties in Pentecostalism. They are open but cautious continuous. We've got Amil, pre-mill. We've got guys from Lutheran backgrounds, Presbyterian backgrounds. We've got Reformed. We've got independent fundamental Bible church guys, seminary professors. So this is a coalition of evangelical leaders saying, not on our watch. That's why you name names. And to tie all that off, see Peter Wagner, and this will be in the book, and I'll give this part away. I don't mind. There is a chapter (laughs) where where we distinguish the difference between men like John Wimber from the Vineyard Movement and men like C. Peter Wagner. When Wimber died in 97, it was after that that Wagner said, hey, God told me it's the beginning of the apostolic era again. You can be an apostle. I'm an apostle, and you can pay him now, and he'll send you a certificate. That's not okay. (laughs) We cannot stand idly by while sheep are being led to the slaughter and the lost are being further deceived. We need to get the gospel to them. And so we distinguish what's the difference between Pentecostal, charismatic renewal, the third wave, the new apostolic reformation, which is the NAR. And I hope that people will use the book as a tool for good. It needs to be. And we're clear about that. But, uh, yeah, sometimes you got to get in there and you got to shake things up and tell it like it is. And this is one of those times, Dwayne. Totally agree, brother. Totally agree. That is so awesome. Well, Carsey, man, I want to thank you again for coming on. The 30 minutes, man, it, it runs by real fast, man. But uh, I, I'm just super excited about this book. Uh, you guys got to make sure you get it. Um, and let us know you got it. Let us know you heard about it on the bar. Shoot Carsey a a tweet and let them know that, that uh, you were listed to the bar and you bought the book. Um, so excited for you, Costi. Uh, praise God for you and, and things that, uh, that God is doing through you, man. And uh, just know that the bar, we, we rock with you, man. We got your back. You have our support uh, always. And um, before we get out of here, man, I'm going to give you the floor. 
to uh, address the listeners, anything you want to say? Uh, like I said, you can drop where they can find the book and all that good stuff. I'll give you the space to do that right here. Cool. Well, uh, we're we're small time guys hoping that God uses the project in a big time way. So we were just on Amazon. We uh, our our publisher is a seminary, and they're not even a big seminary. So uh, you can get the book on Amazon right now. It'll be in it's in paperback. Kindle will be being added soon, and so just go to Amazon, type in "Defining Deception," and it'll pop up right there. Uh, in just the last day, I'm really thankful for this, Dwayne. A lot of people have purchased the book, so it's a number one bestseller in Christian pneumatology, so teaching about the Holy Spirit. Nice. So um, Amazon's kind of putting it up there in the ranking, which is good, so it should be easy to find. And the last thing I'll say is if you get fired up about the topic material, it's not so we can tweet slam people and go off on everyone. We got to be evangelists. So use the book as a tool to reach people for Christ. That's what the point of the Mm. book is. And we can be right. And we, I would say we are right. A lot of us in the Bible world, Dwayne, you're right. I believe I'm right. We're right to obey Christ, but we can be right. And we don't need to be ugly about it. So let's use, let's use a book like this and show people what speaking the truth and love really is. Awesome, man. Good stuff. So good. So good. Can't wait to get my hands on my copy for sure. Uh, Thank you again, Costi, for your time. For the listeners, appreciate you guys checking us out. Another edition of The Bar. Big shout out to Brother Daniel Wiseman for sponsoring this episode. Check him out. Uh, You can find us on Facebook. Just search The Bar Podcast. Instagram and Twitter, The Bar underscore podcast. And you can always catch all of your favorite bar shows on www.thebarpodcast.com make sure you check out the other shows connected to the Bar Podcast Network uh, Bars Biblical and Reform Spitters with Terrence Barlow as well as Just Thinking with Daryl Harrison and Virgil Walker and Kaleoscope with Miss Ariel and Miss Lisa all of these are great podcasts there are links always in our show notes to these uh, other shows and make sure you check them out make sure you check us out till next time y'all we out What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation 
into the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many, many more. Make sure you sign up. The link's in the show notes. Join the VIP inside the bar group and we'll see you there.